Welcome to Cozy Content Corner. I am your host, Sarah Weiss of On Brand by Sarah. And if you like realistic conversation about social media, video marketing, personal branding, and everything in between, you have landed in the right place, my friend. We do not hold any ish back over here. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cozy Content Corner. And welcome, if this is your first time, you have tuned in on a very, very good episode. Today, I am here with my friend from the internet streets, Miss Bridget James Ling, and a little (laughs) bit about Bridget before we dive in. So in 2020, Bridget quit her job in New York City, making 50K a year to travel the world and build a million dollar movement. Two years later, she started making 50K months, was hosting retreats around the world, and scaled her business to a million dollars. She teaches you how to build a million dollar movement and scale your business using memberships, which we are going to get into a ton in this episode. But Bridget, welcome to the podcast. I'm so pumped. This is so fun. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited that you are on and I'm so excited to talk all things memberships, online business, scaling, all of those things are such subjective terms and I'm excited to like dig into like what that means for you. Um, So can you just go back to the beginning a little bit and tell us kind of what prompted you to leave being a New York corporate girly and venture off into your own thing. I was in my dream job, Sarah. I was like, this is it. I dreamed of living in New York city until I hated it. Like I thought, Oh, I want to manage dance companies and I want to perform and be on stages and like run shows. I love curating things. And I was like, why am I making this amount of money when I have this skill set and this like belief that I can do more. So before COVID hit, I had already made an escape plan and I was like hustling. Like I was like working full time. Um, like I was managing this company. So I was like doing everything. I was a front desk manager at a fitness studio to bring in extra income and get a free gym membership. I was like walking dogs. I was selling supplements online. I was like just about anything. And then I would find like other, I would coach dance, just other things. And, but before COVID hit, I had applied for all of these different jobs in New York. And what I was going to do is piece together, basically become like a freelancer in New York city and piece together different gigs. COVID hit everything that I was doing was like dance fitness had involved me spending my time teaching. And I was like, well, this isn't going to work. So I left New York because all the studios closed and I went back to my parents' house and I just was like, you're going to go in, like you're going to send it. And I went in a portal in my childhood bedroom and I like, I haven't talked about this in a while, but I like decked out my room with like post-it notes and vision boards. And it was like crazy in there, Sarah. I would like stand in front of my mirror and be like, like doing like some Tony Robbins, like you're doing it, you're doing it. And then I remember I would run downstairs to my parents, like, cause we had dinner together during COVID. I would eat dinner 
And then I would run back upstairs, put my like things away, wash the dishes. My parents would be like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to build my empire. And then I did <laughs> I quit my job, but I'll just never forget those, those times. Cause I had to fully immerse myself because I was working full-time managing an entire company, plus trying to build a business, plus just being a human. And, and that was a lot, but I forgot about that time. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. And I remember you telling that story on, uh, on a live or a podcast or something. And I think that, I mean, you've been in this space for a hot minute, but you are somebody that still shows up daily. Yeah. And I think that, and I mean, I would be curious to hear your point of view on this, but I think that you're able to do that because this isn't just a transactional business. It's a movement for you. So can you talk more about that? Because like, I feel that in my bones. Yay. I'm so glad you feel that in your bones and your soul. Because so like when I started, decided to start this company, it was literally a download from God. I have always been obsessed with entrepreneurship. And I think a lot of people are usually they have like some soul calling, creative artsy type of person. And I got this download. God's like, you're going to teach women how to become their own boss. And at the time I wasn't even my own boss. I was working on it and I was making money in my other business, but I hadn't quite quit. And so I was like, okay, well, I have to be the one to show up. If I'm going to teach this thing, I have to do it. And I just, that's when I decided to go all in and I became my own boss and replaced my income with selling supplements and doing these other coaching things online. And for me, when I started, I said, I want to make $5,000 a month. This was literally on, it said, be your own boss, $5,000 a month. This was my like life goal. And I think that that's really important to note because when you're starting a business, especially coaching, I don't even want to call it coaching anymore. I've been calling it like service impact businesses because you're serving people. And if you don't like talking on Zoom, hanging out with people, navigating hard conversations, navigating being misunderstood, navigating people not liking you one day and then loving you the next day. If you don't like those things, don't do this. Don't don't do this industry. Go do drop shipping, which they're still going to have problems over there, but if you don't love people, this industry is not for you. The service. But I but like I believe a human the human mission is to serve anyways. So like maybe there's some things to talk about around that in another time, but to me it's like you just lead with impact and wanting to actually build something that's bigger than that goes beyond transaction. Like you said, and you focus more on transformation. It's not hard to show up because you're not showing up for you. It's like every day I ask myself, like, God, how, like, just use me to serve other people. This morning, my boyfriend, and I did this when we're drinking our coffee, use me to serve. I'm like, and there are times when I don't want to get on a call or I don't feel like doing it. But it's like, this isn't about me. This is about the people's lives that are being changed. And of course, you want to take care of yourself and of course, fill up your own cup. But at the end of the day, it's like, we're here to wake up other people and help them. And that's that to me should be everyone's core driver. Yes. So people looking at you now are going to see this incredible, successful, million dollar business owner 
but that's not where you started. You had to start somewhere. So did you always go into your business with this energy or did it take a hot sec to build it up? It totally took a hot sec to build it up. And, and, but I think also it's important to know there was like the spark inside, mm-hmm. like, in, like deep inside my soul. It was like, you're made for more something else. Like there's a bigger plan for your life, but I didn't know how to bring that to fruition. And I definitely didn't know what I was capable of doing. I'll never forget um, when I told a friend, I said to her, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to run this business that I had at the time and be an assistant for a life coach. And she said, why would you be an assistant for a life coach? You should be the life coach. And that was a really profound moment for me. I often and think that a lot of times we underestimate what we're actually capable of. And so when I first started out, I don't think I've ever even shared that story anywhere. Like that was what I thought. And now I'm like, we can do anything. But there, but there's there like it's like important important that I didn't start that way. Yeah. So when you when you first started out, right? You left your job. Now we're, we're starting to make an impact. We're starting to make some income. Were you starting off with one-on-one clients? Were you starting off with a membership? How, what did your offers look like when you were starting out? I started off with a membership that was called move and manifest workshops. That's the name. That's like the OG name of the LLC. I knew that if business owners, if you take action, something will manifest both physically in the body by building momentum, but then also by literally just like taking action, you can manifest anything. So I started hosting these weekly workshops at, they were at like six in the morning, 6 a.m. workshops. Maybe they were even the 5 a.m. club sometimes. And they were like every Thursday and I would invite people that I knew. So it was like college roommates, past coworkers, high school friends, my mom. And I would just start inviting these people and they could buy one class or they could buy a recurring thing, package, basically a membership. It was so cheap too. And at the end of the class, I would say, if you would like to work with me privately, just like send me a message or we can talk about it. And my first client ever, she sent me a message and I was like, okay, great. Let's get on a call. And I had no idea that that was a sales call. And I just talked with her. And I think my, my first thing that I sold with her was like, $300. And I thought I made it because what I went from charge, I charged like $60 an hour and whatever was included in that package, however many sessions. And, um, I was like, I've made it. And I started like calculating. I was like $300. And then I started calculating like, wait a second, I'm going to have to sell a lot of these packages in order to (laughs) actually make money. But that's where it started. And that's how my first client signed on. I remember her saying yes and calling my mom and being like, someone just paid. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you have to, right? Like, I feel like all of us start somewhere with a $300 client, a beta client, but that doesn't mean that that's where you stay. So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah. 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 So talk to us about starting to build your community. Because you have a really great 
community of people. But like everything else, that does not happen overnight. So can you talk Mm. to us a little bit how you started and continue to build that community? Okay. Building a community is a really big piece in memberships and building a movement because when you lead with community, it's more fulfilling. People get better transformations. Everyone's happier. And I find that you can sell a lot more different types of offers than if you were just kind of focused on a transaction style business. And I see some people, they do scale to million dollar years or even bigger than that, but they lack the there's no like cohesive home. There's no centralized mm-hmm. place. And I, I just wonder what will happen in the future for the business that they're creating when it lacks a strong community, like a core value and mission that you're moving towards. Um, I also think that when you move, when you build from a place of a movement and a community, if you have the dream of one day, maybe selling the business, or let's say you want to extract yourself from the business as you grow and you want to be the face of it, but not the person running the operation, it's easier to, it's easier to do that. I'll have more information like 20 years from now about that, but not right now. Um, but community, it's like, the, the first piece is like seeing the person on the other side of the screen. And I know that a lot of people say they they're doing that and that they care about their community. And I believe them when they say that, but often there's a veil that's between you and your audience. And if you're really listening closely to your audience, they are telling you the exact content. They're telling you what their core desires are. They're telling you what to sell. And they're they're telling you like the, what the transformation is that they desire. And if you really listen to them, you go and you literally just create that. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said you wanted this and you want this. Here's how the vehicle can help you get there and people will buy based on what they said. So listening to your audience is a really big piece. Um, and something that I'm willing to do that I know not everyone's willing to do, and that's okay, but, and I think some people have hated on me because of this in re- past times is I'm willing to spend time with people that aren't even the highest ticket clients. Mm-hmm. And, and, and of course there's boundaries, like, of course, like you can't just be doing everything for everyone and be walked all over that. That's not what I'm saying. There's like a difference between those two things, but like in our onboarding, in our membership, we have an onboarding call, 10 minute onboarding call, like with me, that's private. And I've learned so much about clients and where they're at in their business and just like truly serving them for those 10 minutes and helping them get results without expecting anything in return. And that level of like, just like being available for people compounds over time and people get real results in your programs for free or whatever. And they're like, Oh my God, of course I want to buy more from this person and be a part of them because they actually see and hear me. Yeah. So something else that you do really well, and I've literally pointed my clients in your direction before because of how good you are at this is You also, no matter how big you've gotten, you still show up on social. Mm. You still understand that like content is queen. Yes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like if if you have never been in Bridget's world before, she will show up on 
YouTube live, on TikTok live, on Instagram live, like you show. And as a content strategist, that's like our dream come mm. true is like having like the face yeah. of the brand be able to show up like that. But can you talk about how how you find the drive to do that over and over and over again, no matter how big you've gotten? Well, one of, one of the things is like, I don't see the movement separate from Bridget. And again, there's nuances to that, right? Because there are parts of me that I don't share on social media and I do separate things and have space and time. But I also focus on just like naturally documenting things. And I think this is where a lot of people, they would make a lot more money and see bigger impact if they tapped into their creativity. So, Mm -hmm. and being resourceful. So let's say you have a really busy schedule. Like I was literally just traveling like every single week we were jumping from hotel to hotel to hotel. If I wasn't tapped into creativity and resourcefulness, I could have said, I can't show up and sell right now because I'm traveling or because I'm moving or I'm at a wedding or whatever. But I always ask myself like, well, how can I make this situation work for me in my favor? So instead of having it to be perfect, I I just like document and I'm like, Hey, everybody, here's what's Mm -hmm. happening. Just went to a VIP weekend with a client in New York. Now I'm going to a friend's wedding in Philly. Then we're back back in Costa Rica. Like I have a lot going on, but here's what I have for you. And, and so it's just like naturally sharing what I'm doing versus trying to be perfect Bridget. And that's something that's always helped me. I remember a couple of years ago, I wouldn't do this now because it's not on brand, but I did. I remember being in Costa Rica in my kitchen. And one morning I was like, I got to go live because I haven't gone live this week. And I went live in my robe and slippers while eating bacon. And I'll like never forget that because I was just like, no excuses. You have to go yeah. live, just show up and be yourself. And um, yeah, so definitely being resourceful and giving yourself permission to be creative. Right. And I love that you said that it does not need to be perfect. Like you probably do not. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably do not show up to each live that you're on with like a rigid script and PowerPoint presentation. Never. (laughs) Right. Like how, how do you go about your lives? Well, Instagram, I, I do it one way, TikTok another. Instagram, I, because they're a digital asset. So when you go live on Instagram, it turns into a digital asset that can live on your feed. And so I do have like a framework that I use, but I'm not sitting there going, and now part two of the live, it's just really like embodied now. I got the flow. And so I always start off an Instagram live with what's the value. So the hook, why should they stay? Then I go right into value. Actually, our most recent live just generated $30,000 that from one video because it was just value. It's like the law of reciprocity. Just give so much value to people. They're naturally going to see that you're like, you're incredible and, and want to buy. I didn't even sell in that live. I just said, mm-hmm. here's all the resources you need. Go and do it. They got results and loved it. So Instagram live that way. And another piece with community is when you're, when you go live, talk to the people, talk say their name, read what they say in the chat, build a relationship with them, get to know their life so you can reference things outside. And it just becomes Mm -hmm. very natural. Like you're, this is how you build a strong community in a one-to-many way. And then TikTok, I like to go 
a little more buck wild. Like I like to show a different side of my personality. Like, Hey everybody, I'm just going to yell at you this whole entire TikTok live and like (laughs) give you a little love and shove and tell you why you're not doing it right. Or just like have fun with people in a sillier way. And I, I found that by showing different sides of your personality, more people want to work with you because maybe they don't like you on Instagram. Maybe they don't like me over there, but they do like the TikTok vibe. And that's what makes them attracted to the work. Yes. And that's so important what you said. And I think I found you on TikTok. Um, what? Yeah, I think I found you on TikTok, which is, I, I love using TikTok as an awareness platform for that reason. Yeah. But what you said is so important, right? Bridget was talking about the different cultures, how on Instagram, because that piece of content can live on in your feed, you might want to have a little bit of a hook and introduction, then go on and talk to your people. TikTok, it does not live on in your feed. So you could be a little bit more unhinged, a little bit buck wild, you know, like that's just the culture. And I think that that's really important when it comes to content as well is understanding the cultures of the different platforms. Um, I'm not, I'm not like a YouTube girly. Is there a different flow for YouTube when you go live? Well, YouTube lives, we do every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, and that's our community building. Like, it's like, if you want to be plugged into Freedom Queen, come on every Monday. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'll, I'll plan right before it usually. And it's just like a way to plug in and say the community. But other things we upload to our YouTube are our podcast podcast episode. So we do upload the video format there if you're more of a visual learner. And um, just like, again, that's just taking a short form piece of content that's valuable and turning it into long form. And my way of looking at YouTube and podcasting is for not for lead generation, but for nurturing the current audience. So yes. I just make a lot of content for like people in our membership, mastermind clients, those type of clients and make content right for them. Yes, a hundred percent. And I, I, I use it for the same purpose for sure. All right. Let's get into this most recent iteration of your membership. Like I want to dig into all of the juicy beats on this because it sounds fabulous and it also helps other entrepreneurs build their own membership. Correct. Yes. There's a program inside of the membership on how to build your own membership. It's very meta. Yes. All right. Get into all the tea on the membership. Okay. The the reason I started it, it's funny. I just did an onboarding call with a client today. And she said to me, she said, like, this is the most, like the simplest place I've ever found where you're actually teaching me what to do to grow the business. So Mm -hmm. the reason the membership was birthed is because I felt like I had cracked the code to signing on clients. Like I was like, Oh my God, it's actually simple. All you have to do are these four things every day in order to make money. Because previously I had been doing like a hundred things per day. It felt like my to-do list was never ending. I was always on social media. I was opening up Canva for hours, like never actually getting anything done. And then I would come back home to my condo in Costa Rica and my boyfriend would be like, did you make any money? And I was like, no. He said, but you were working all day. And I was like, I know. So I really got into like, okay, what are, there has to be four core moves that you can take every day in order to sign on clients. And I uncovered these four things, which are posting daily, um, selling daily, nurturing. And then the fourth step is they become the customer. 
And I just started doubling down on those four things. And I immediately hit a 10K month, then 20K, then 30K. And as I kept taking the action, it kept compounding and momentum started to build. Now, literally, Sarah, we, that's all we do are those four things every day. People are like, what is the secret to 100K months? I'm like, post, sell, nurture. They become a client. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no secret. It's doing the boring, basic things. And that's where the membership was birthed. I was like, there has to be a low cost way for people who want to build big businesses, but are just genuinely overwhelmed with long to-do lists, not sure what actions to take. And so we created the membership, which has that formula inside of it. Um, it has accountability inside of it with the community because the freedom queen community is insane. And then monthly Q and a. So if you have a question for me and you're like, is this posting strategy working? Is the selling right? Or you just want to be plugged into a community. That's the place. Yes. Yes. And I was just talking about this, uh, in my broadcast channel on Instagram and you just touched on it is going back to the basics, going back to those foundational things are going to be the things that make you an F ton of money. Yeah. Because right. We think when we've been in the space for a minute and we are, you know, we feel like there's this like crazy next step that we have to take or like what funnel should I use next? And it's like, yeah, are you actually doing just the basic shit that is going to move your business yeah. forward or are the foundations that you built four years ago, a little crusty and they need some updating. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's so true. And I think that like those, those four steps that you mentioned are like, if we can keep repeating those every day and look at those things with fresh eyes, like that is going to move our business forward more than any fancy funnel, more than any fancy sequence. Oh Oh my God. And you teach content, right? Like your focus is around content. And it's like, like if you work with Sarah, you are in just an amazing space because content, I'm gonna lose my mind. Content is the only thing that matters. Especially if you're not running ads or you're not doing any sort of other traffic, which in my opinion, organic is the way, especially right now, like if you're not making content, get out of here. Like go make the content, go make that be your first priority and then do everything else. Yes. So I I was going to ask that. So I only like teach organic marketing. And if you don't know what that is, it just means you're not using paid ads. So if, have you used paid ads before in your business? So if you have, what, what are you seeing like now that's working? Okay. My boyfriend obsessed with ads. So we have this battle in our household for the last three years. I'm like, you need to get organic. He's like, you need to get on ads. So I have tried to run some ads over the last three years. I have done, um, I've boosted posts on Instagram, which didn't do that much. I've run TikTok ads, which died off pretty quickly. And, um, I think those are the only two that I've done and tested. I've never actually done like an Instagram ad, just boosted a post and then yeah, run a couple of TikTok ads. And I think I, I think on TikTok, you can boost a post too. I did that too. Um, but I never really saw 
that much of an ROI on it. And also I just didn't like doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like people are a lot more weary and do a little bit more kind of investigating before they make an investment just because the online space is so very loud right now. And so I feel like the more organic content you can put out, the more you're going to build that trust and build that community with your people. Yes. Yeah. I think like, even if you do run ads, have a really strong base for organic traffic. Cause that's yes. just going to like, I won't buy from someone if I just see an ad, like I need to go stalk their other things and then I'll buy. Yeah. Okay. So talk to us about how you are currently promoting the membership, because I know a lot of people use TikTok as their awareness platform and they only funnel people to their membership or maybe on lives. That's the only place that they're directing people. Where are you finding that you're getting people from social to your membership? We've gotten really crafty with how to sell the membership in the last year. So one thing we definitely do is we primarily sell the membership on TikTok. All content on TikTok is focused around how to sign on clients, how to make money, basics, foundation. Instagram, we do more higher level. Like if you're built, if you're scaling a movement to a million, okay, that's like a, a different type of content that's going to be showcased on Instagram. Yes. But also we have some passive ways to bring people into the podcast. I mean, not to the podcast, to the membership, which is our podcast. So one of the ways is sometimes what I'll do on TikTok is if we have a super viral video, rather than putting our membership, I'll put our podcast link. I'll play the long game. So I'll send them to our podcast if they like me. And I want the people in the membership to be super like perfect people that I'm meant to work with and, and they're meant for me is, um, send them to the podcast. And then we sell the membership inside of the podcast that way. So that's one way. Another way is our email welcome sequence, just passive. This is how we get like at least five people per day passively into the membership, whether it's a podcast or the email sequence, other places that we've tested out are having a playlist on TikTok. It's basically like a video sales letter with in the form of a couple of videos with the call to action at the end to join the membership. Um, our Instagram story highlights is a great passive way. And then other things that we've done for membership sales is free trials to bring people in mm. that way as well. And that's worked as great, great. Well, yeah. So where are you currently hosting the membership? Like what platform? Cause I feel like people are always curious about the different platforms. So the funny thing is about the membership. When I first started it, it was a $9, $9.99 email that went out every week. And some people are still in it from back in the day, but that's what it was. And then after that, I realized, okay, there needs to be a portal. So I'm a big, like click funnels. I love funnels fan. They have a course area. So I started housing our membership inside of ClickFunnels uh, member course area. And that was great. And we like, we had hundreds of people inside of there and a Facebook group. And ultimately I realized I wanted one place where people can open up their phone. If they need to be plugged in and connect it, not go to Facebook, not somewhere else and just go right to the app, click on it and boom, they're inside of the freedom queen app. And Inside of it, it's like you have the community chat and circle. You can put courses in there, live calls, ask questions. And um, 
it's just been so amazing. It's like our home. Like it takes everybody mm-hmm. out of Instagram, out of Facebook. And we just have one like safe, but expands, ex- like a expanded space for people to actually uh, grow their business. Yeah. And I love that you're referring to it as like their home. Like that's like their home base. Yes. And that's like what I say to all the time about like what I want my community to feel like. It's like you want one central home base for people. Mm -hmm. Um, so one last question about this, because community is so important. How do you, once they're in the membership, how do you Mm -hmm. find that you can keep your community engaged and active? Okay. If you have a membership or a community, do not expect people to just engage. You have to Mm -hmm. constantly remind people, at least in the beginning, post here, use this here, say this here. Also, especially if you have a lot of people in a membership, people might feel weird to utilize and speak up. And so making it like a comfortable, safe space for them is really, really important. And then, um, rewarding people when they do show up on the platform. Yay. Like, I'm so glad that you're showing up. We do uh, something in our membership where we reward not based on results, but based on behavior and action. So some sometimes we'll say like, yay, congratulations on making X amount of money. But the other way, the flip side of rewarding someone is thank you for taking action and posting. We're going to celebrate mm-hmm. you come on our podcast or on our Instagram because action takers are money makers. That's like the thing we say inside of the membership. So there's that. Um, and then also if you have like live Q and a calls, put people in breakout rooms and allow people to come become besties and friends with people inside of the membership. Cause people will never forget if they made a friend inside of your program, like they'll never forget that you were the one that connected them. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. And I've had that experience before too. Uh, and it's so important. And, and we say this in social too, our calls to action. It's like, you can't just expect people take action. Sometimes, even though they're very smart adults, you have to spoon feed them with love the action to take. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can build the village and you can build the community, you can build the town, but if you don't have any like stop signs or people saying go this way, it's going to be total entropy. Like no one's going to know what to do. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Bridget will this was phenomenal and full of great knowledge bombs. And I'm so excited for people to listen and listen back and take notes. Um, and if they want to join the make money membership, I have a little discount code for them, right? Ooh, yes. <laughs> so I'm going to link it in the show notes and you guys can use code on brand by Sarah for a little discount. Yeah. Uh, and if people want to find you on social, what are your social media handles? Bridget James Ling. It's just my name on Instagram. Come over there, hang out. If you like the vibe, send me a message or whatever, get involved. If not, that's cool too, but Bridget James Ling. Okay. Amazing. Well, Bridget, thank you again. And to everybody listening or watching, I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cozy Content Corner. If you liked it, please be sure to give the show a follow and leave us a rate and review. If anything resonated with you from this episode, please come over to TikTok or Instagram and tell me about it. Until next time, my friend.